0: Welcome to the Sell Your Brilliance Summit, where we empower entrepreneurs to elevate their influence. We're here to ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and help you showcase your unique talents to the world. I'm your host, Michelle Parad, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this journey of unlocking your true potential. Enjoy this summit, I can't wait to connect with you. So when it comes to sharing our brilliance, it's important to understand that sometimes we have unconscious trauma that really prevents us from going out and being our best selves. And to really tackle this subject, Sharon King dives into how trauma beginning from birth and even before birth can impact individuals and potential of whether or not they make themselves visible. And we go into the consciousness of babies and the potential influence of past lives. Sharon King is an international trainer of energy psychology techniques for transforming trauma and living a more joyful and empowered life. One of her specialties is working with prenatal birth trauma for both mother and baby. She's a best-selling author. She shares her extensive knowledge in Heal Your Birth, Heal Your Life, and Return to the Mother World. She is known for the Heal Your Birth and the Light Matrix techniques. So I am so excited for you to hear this interview and hopefully your mind will be blown away by what we uncover here. Sharon, I am so, so excited to have you for the summit. Um, We are speaking about transforming your childhood and ancestral trauma so you can feel confident to be seen and heard. And I think that you have a really unique profile because I do hear about other healers that really work with childhood trauma but you seem to specialize even more so in the in utero right from birth. And I don't think and many people really take that into account that the fact that you can have trauma in, within pregnancy and and I myself had an experience where um, I got to re-experience what happened during my birth and then go through a process of reimagining what I wanted it to, to really be like. <laughs> And we'd love to hear about this type of work that you're doing and the kind of tools and mechanisms that you use to really address that trauma that's right even before we get born. So, we'd love to hear a little bit about your work just in general. Okay. I'll start with the tools if you
1: like. One of my favorite tools that I use is the EFT tapping
0: hmm
1: so it's basically tapping on the the meridian system while you think about a trauma and I studied with Carl Dawson for EFT but also he developed matrix for imprinting which mm. is the concept that you use the tapping but you go back in time in your imagination and you work with your younger self mm-hmm. because it's your younger self that's actually holding the trauma of what happened in the event it's like mm-hmm. part of our consciousness gets the split off in time mm-hmm. and I did a, a session with a lady called Caroline who was terrified of giving birth to her third child because the first two birth experiences had been very traumatic mm-hmm. when I was working with her we went back in time I'm going to keep it very short because the mm-hmm. the chapters freed for everybody to um, download from Amazon from my book but when we went back into what we call the matrix or the field we discovered that the most important thing that made her birth start to go pear-shaped not go in the way that it, sh- it should go is she started off with a epidural mm-hmm. uh, sorry induction it started off with induction and unfortunately, through the studies that I've done, once you start on that medical route, mm-hmm. then the, the birth is, is going to carry on being medical because the body stops mm-hmm. producing its own hormones. And it was through working with her. So I did the I worked with her for the clearing of the birth of her two sons. I, we also went back in time and did her own birth experience. And then we did what I call a future reimprinting with the baby in utero and we showed the baby how the birth was going to be. And we were both like really high after doing the session because we did it all in one go, all of those birth experiences. And she went on to have the birth experience exactly how we showed the baby it was going to be it was a totally natural birth experience whereas before it was an unnatural birth experience and she had trouble breastfeeding one of her sons had issues with his neck that cleared up after the session and this baby was born just beautifully naturally she it was bonded amazingly breastfeeding was not a problem And it was in that moment that I went, oh, my God, this technique that I'm using to help people go back and and heal their childhood traumas and any traumas that happened last week or yesterday. It all the, the process is the same. That not only makes a big difference for the mother who's given birth right but it also makes a difference for the child the child changes Mm. physically emotionally mentally when you work with the mother of giving birth to the child and also if I was to do your birth experience with you and and you just said you've already done it then your relationship with your mother would change Mm, yeah so that for me woke up my oh this is magic amazing (laughs) um and i really just totally now get that the fact that our from our conception in utero birth experience and and the first few years of life are what set up the foundations of who we are it sets up how safe we feel in the world how unsafe we feel in the world it sets up our physiology just it just creates Patterns in our life as well. I, I talk about how my own birth experience has created patterns in my life and affected my relationship with my mum. So yeah, it's it's a massive topic, but yeah. that's basically in a nutshell. That's why I personally think it's very important to look at your conception, look at the energy around your conception, look at the energy around what happened to you while you were in utero, because the baby's perceptions of the world that outer world is through the mum's perception yeah exactly but also through dad's oh interesting oh.
0: <laughs> of course that's in childhood you get shaped by your parents but are you saying even even before then as well okay yeah
1: Yes. And of course, when we come in as well, we're also plugging into the ancestral energy and we're also bringing in our past life energy as well. I now view the world through our lives, the part of our lives that we need to heal are all the unresolved traumas. Because if you resolve a trauma, it ends the pattern. If the pattern's left unresolved, it continues, whether that's ancestral, whether it's past life or whether it's this lifetime. Yeah. these unresolved traumas are playing in our background yes. until we get some resolution for them. And then they either calm down or they stop, especially if you get all the aspects to them, then they totally go away. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> magic, right? <laughs> it's magic. Absolutely. Yeah. Your your example also really shows us that babies have consciousness and I was reading your blog article and I was blown away by it as well. Um, the example that you gave about these twins, there were many amazing examples, but that one stood out where it was like the doctor basically said they the woman wasn't able to give birth to both of them, but then one of them saved the other one. And yes. I was like, wow, this is so amazing. There's so much we don't know about what happens before its existence yeah yeah and you mentioned twins so many births
1: or no not births so many conceptions start off as being twins Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: one of the twin won't survive and quite often it's when the woman experiences a bleed goes oh okay what's going on here they do the scan they say no your baby's fine that's quite often a twin leaving and Uh, that leaves an imprint for the baby left behind
0: um it's a trauma
1: it's a trauma yeah it's absolutely a trauma because they know they there is awareness right from conception there is awareness of the surroundings and who you're with and what's going on in the world so yeah and if the baby with if mum finds out she's pregnant and then goes into, oh my God, how's this going to affect my life? I can't cope being a mother right now. I'm busy at work. I've got all of these things. Oh my God, what shall I do? Shall I keep the baby? Shall I not keep the baby? I wasn't expecting to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the baby's receiving that and that becomes a life threat for the right. baby. So the baby will hide, will become small. It's not safe to be seen and i know your summer is like talking to people around their brilliance and yeah. how can you be your brilliant self when you're in your subconscious It's you've got to right. hide you've got to stay small you've got to be quiet because if you're not then you're you could potentially be terminated
0: you could potentially die which is our biggest fear yeah, some some trouble to yeah to parents which are like god then yeah there's yes the direct source to our livelihood at that moment in time. Um, So this is so fascinating. I love it. Um, Are there any other specific patterns? You mentioned visibility is one that entrepreneurs may struggle. If they do struggle with that, definitely go and look at what your birth experience is. Anything else that you see business owners struggling with that, that you then tie to an earlier experience or an ancestral experience?
1: one of of my favorite examples, I've got two, but one of my favorite examples is when I was working with an artist. And what I find is our creativity gets blocked through trauma. We have to be, we have to feel safe in order to be able to create. We can't create when we're in a, a state of survival. And this lady did the most beautiful artwork, but she couldn't put it out in the world she couldn't put it on Facebook or if she did she was getting this knotting in her stomach and this oh how is this going to be received it's going to be rejected and when I worked with her it went back to when she was around about four years old four or five years old and she was sat on the floor and she could see herself in her mind she could see her younger self Mm -hmm. sitting on the floor doing her drawing on the floor and dad's watching the television. And um, I think from memory, it was uh, like he was watching his favorite football team losing on the television Mm -hmm. right? or soccer in, in, in America. And just at the moment that the final whistle goes and his team loses, she decides that's the moment that she's going to present her picture to her daddy and go, daddy, look, this is what I've drawn. And dad goes rah because what's happened on the television.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Imprint. In that imprint,
1: but on that four year old's mind, she's not putting two and two together because at that time we don't have that capacity. She makes that decision that, oh, my my pictures made daddy angry. It's not good enough. I'm not good enough. And it's not safe to share who I am. Mm. So that subconscious, Mm. unconscious memory was like tweaking at her twisting her stomach in knots every time that she had to present her work to somebody oh yeah and then you can think about them not being heard as well not safe to speak out how many parents are so busy and they're just like stop asking questions just go and play. I don't have time. I'm on my phone. I'm on my computer. I'm just stop it. Keep on asking questions. Stop it. Stop that crying. Stop that expression of who you are because I'm busy and I totally get it. We are living in a busy world right now. But to that child, it's okay. So my voice is, is not safe to be heard. Yeah. Or it could also be that while baby is, is in utero, mum's in an abusive relationship and there's a lot of shouting going on a lot of arguing going on sometimes some physical violence and again you're not going to want to show up in your brilliant self if you if your your early life foundation shows you that you've got to be quiet you've got to be in all and they're feeling mum's anxiety and okay mum's becoming subservient because she's being attacked by dad I'm doing extreme examples here to to get the point across but you know this happens in life we we have to accept that so um, you know there's so many different reasons why um, people can't be seen I'm running um, a program at the moment called Magic Miracles and Manifestation Mm -hmm. and one of the ladies on the course has this it's not safe to be seen Mm -hmm. and she knows it okay so she's also a therapist and she knows she has this But Mm -hmm. when she signed up uh, for the program, um, I put her email on the bottom of my list. And then when I went to email everybody, her email got left off. So she didn't get training instructions. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's every and joining Facebook and uh, my Facebook group and things like this. She constantly gets left out of things because she runs this pattern. It's not safe to be seen. And it's almost like she's influencing me. To leave her off of things because this is her trauma that she needs to yeah. heal, her pattern, and it goes back to the fact that her parents were in the Holocaust. Wow! So this ancestral trauma has been brought through to her. So it's being in constant hiding, basically. Yes. Yes, yes we've got to toe the line. We 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 can't. It's not safe to be seen. It's not safe to be heard. We've got to do as
0: we're told. So, yeah, it's, 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 we might think we have a fear or something, and it's so much deeper than that. As you pointed out, it's like the underlying belief systems that got created at a certain point in time and then how that has a trickle effect, knock on effect. One of
1: the, the oh, there's two big reasons why people can be like this is there's that, that let the baby cry out method. So after the baby's born, you don't go to the baby when it's crying. You leave it for a certain amount of time. I think it was Dr. Spock, who I would like to get hold of,
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: who encourages this because you're going to spoil the baby. No, you're yeah. not spoiling the baby at all. The baby doesn't have any concept of time. When babies are born, they're mainly operating from the hind brain or the reptilian brain, which is our survival brain. So all babies are really interested in order to feel safe, as they've got food, they've got love, they've got warmth, they've got comfort. They're not, they don't have the mindset of "Oh, I'm going to really mess mum and dad up tonight and yeah, scream yeah. all night because I've got belly ache."
0: You yeah, know, they don't. They don't have- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. And the other one is the parents wanting a different sex, or in some cultures, like, girls are not prize right. children. We want boys. Being the wrong sex and also being not having your needs met, they're quite big issues for people. But all of this can be resolved when you go back and you work with your
0: younger self. That's so interesting. And tell me more about this. So you have the, you mentioned EFT, and then there's like light matrix, and then there's reimagining. Tell me a little bit more about those types of, (laughs) I'm I'm very curious because I've really tried a lot of modalities and this is not one I've heard of yet. So, yeah. Okay. So
1: the light matrix is a similar concept to to the matrix re-imprinting, but instead of um, going back into the trauma in this time, if you like, we go up into what I call the light matrix. Other people will call it another dimension, where we go when we die, where we come from, back to source. And what I found is when you start off with people taking them up into what I call the light matrix, raising their frequency, Mm -hmm. and then whilst you're there, you can connect with your guides, with your higher self, with your ancestors. And this is where I do the ancestral clearing because all the ancestors rock up for this clearing party that we're going to be doing
0: because they're affected by it
1: as well at the same time for them too yeah yeah and not only are you clearing it for them but i also invite people if they have children to bring their children up for the clearing process because it then stops the pattern going forward so that's how you stop the trauma from
0: repeating (laughs) yes like an
1: ancestral clearing energy party it's very shamanic but i do it in what i call the light matrix but Also, you can very easily access past lives. Now, one of the concepts that I found, mainly through working with my own past lives, is that our past life selves, or that part of our consciousness that's part of our energy stream, if you like, those other parts of us in other lifetimes are quite often earthbound. We talk about earthbound spirits. They haven't gone into the light. Mm -hmm. So if somebody dies in a very traumatic way, I had, a, I had an experience when I was 26, I met a man, we fell in love, and he was killed after three months. He was shot in, a, in an accident, and he came to me, and he was like earthbound, if you like, for about two months, and we had a very clear communication with each other until he moved on, then he did cross over. Right. So for him, he was able to resolve the trauma of what happened to him, the shock of Suddenly dying, then he was able to move over, but I've like playing with the concept that the fact that there's still unresolved trauma for us in other lifetimes, so if you scoop that aspect of yourself up and take them up into the light matrix, you've taken them up into the light, yeah, and then you can take them to the healing rooms, you can tap on them. I use a lot of color in my sessions as well, so that's I use energy to to clear stuck energy. And that seems to work really well. For me, it, it's almost quicker than going into the lifetime and looking around to see, because we can do that too. We can see what happened, So we have an understanding of what happened. But when you look down from the light matrix and get the understanding, your frequency, your emotional frequency is higher than if you step into what's happening for that person.
0: Mm, so interesting. Wow. So you you not only work with, birth you're also working so you're working kind of with all this the whole cycle in, in a way whole cycle, yes right. uh, that's so super interesting any suggestions for anyone who is listening to this and they're starting to think about maybe you know some events in their life is there any way that they can start of course they can come to you Uh, for sessions I'd highly recommend (laughs) Uh, and I might come as well (laughs) and uh, so I'm curious is there anything people can start to bring to the surface to be healed or just like how can they start to notice the patterns that are really going on for them it's to there's a number of different ways
1: I've written a book called heal your birth heal your life
0: Mm. which
1: As you're reading that book, you'll start to notice things being triggered. Many people go, oh, my God, yes, I was born like this. Or this was my in utero story. And boom, everything starts clicking into place. Um, I'm also going to be recording a a meditation for people. So you can go back just through a meditation process and tune into your younger self that's blocking you from becoming who you are journaling writing down what is what are the patterns in my life I give an example of my own pattern in life when I was writing my my first book I would set out some time to do it I would start the process to do it away on my laptop and then I would suddenly get very tired what do you mean I'm tired I need to go to sleep and I would go unconscious. and it's just like this kept on happening and while I was writing my book, I was speaking to my mum and I said, Look, mom, I'm writing a birth a book about birth because she didn't know what I did for a living. And I said, Tell me about my birth experience. And she said, She said, I went into labor at home, your dad took me to the hospital, dropped me off at hospital. She said, the midwives rushed me into the room and went, Oh my god, baby's coming too quickly. We've got to slow everything down, otherwise you're gonna tear. And they shot her full of pethidin, which is a narcotic drug. Oh no. <laughs> So not my mum was totally knocked out because she's super sensitive to drugs and alcohol. So she went to sleep. So when for my baby self experience.
0: Oh, you were also went to to sleep, right?
1: So there I was like, okay, head engaged. Let's get this birth process done. I'm coming into the world, coming into the world. Duff
0: oh interesting that. wow so you couldn't birth your your baby your and so yeah. to speak your project into the world Yes. Yeah. because I kept knocking you out wow how interesting yeah. until I cleared it then it's fine wow that's fascinating <laughs> yeah. so if
1: you find yourself coming up against blocks just close your eyes, do some breathing. If if you know the tapping or want to do some tapping, you can just pick it as a, a collarbone point under here, which I quite often will just sit here and tap, and just or you can tap on the side of the hand that helps you tune in, and just explore. Just ask yourself, or ask your subconscious or your higher self, like where is where does this come from? What does this experience remind me of? And just yeah. keep asking the question. One of the other ways the techniques I used for writing my book is writing down the fear I have about writing my book is, and then I'd write down the first fear that comes to mind because fear stops us from moving forward. So the fear I have about writing my book is nobody's going to read it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fear I have about writing my book is everybody's going to read it and I'm going to be overwhelmed with clients and I can't handle that the fear i have about writing my book is i'm going to get it wrong what if i get it wrong what's possible? the fear i have about getting cuz that was a big one for me so i then went off the fear i have about getting it wrong is and by the time you go through that process the writing it down process then that will start to lift and lighten that energy yeah. so then you'll be able to get on with whatever project you're wanting to do but Rather than trying to push through the procrastination or push f- through the fear, if you identify, at least identify the fear, mm-hmm. then you might get some ideas on where this fear comes from. It's, can I clear this myself or do I need to book a session
0: with somebody who can help me here? No, that's a really great idea. Journaling is super helpful. I find also just... Once you have cleared it or you figured it out, it's helpful to burn it <laughs> so that it's like out of existence as well. But there's yes. so many different techniques to, yeah. to possibly use.
1: Yeah. Um, I also use breath work as well. Sorry to interrupt you there, but I also do breath work. Uh-huh. And I and our our breath and our voice are two of the best healing tools that we have. So if you can do some chanting, some rhythmic breathing, some toning, some singing, if you've got a singing voice, then you'll find if you identify in your body where the energy is stuck, the fear is stuck, or the anger or sadness or whatever emotion you're working with, and then do some toning or some breath work. And those are the like the journeys and the meditations I love to put together as well is taking people through the asking questions and then doing some chanting or breath work or whatever works Mm -hmm. for that person and take people on a guided journey. So they can uh, inspiration, knowledge comes up and then you're clearing it with your using your breath with rhythmic breathing, breath holds and toning. I have this pot of tools that I use that, yeah. Yeah, usually you
0: see them separate i think a lot of people they're breathwork specialists or they're but i think it's actually a beautiful when you weave those all together when you can do like you said different senses when you can combine them i think the experience becomes all the more powerful exactly. um, yes and what's super important is to understand
1: is that our mind doesn't know the difference between what's really happening to us and what is being imagined in our mind. So Mm -hmm. that's why the concept of when I do a a birth session with somebody is we go back and we clear all the points of trauma, and -hmm. then we go back and we do the birth and the bonding how it should have been. Right. Now, in those moments, your brain believes this is a real experience, so it releases all the oxytocin or the hormones that get released when you're going through a bonding process, and that also makes the changes in our brain as well. You can also do that using breathwork and guided meditation, is to focus on this your future as happening now and this is how the manifestation works is if you really get into the feeling the energy of this happening now your brain and your body rewires itself to okay this is the experience we're having now so this is the experience we want more of and it brings more of that into your awareness our minds are are really magical tools Uh our bodies are magical tools and we 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 don't use the full extent of what
0: what they could be until we start doing all of these practices absolutely and and not waiting to go into a session i would say to to practice that it's like a constant it's an everyday yeah um, practice really of just yeah. like, imagining what that higher self could be like what yeah. they would be doing where they would be all the details of it it just makes it, yeah. it becomes real right the all exactly all the nuances of imagine of the imagination so yeah Uh, What I've also found is
1: I've done a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, Uh retreats. Yeah. And I have had, he talks about mystical, magical experiences, and Uh I've had a a few of those now. Mm -hmm. And once you start having those out of body experiences, the release of the Kundalini energy, it changes your whole focus of the world. Yeah. Once you've connected with that bliss energy, then like, your your whole perception of everything changes. And then it's okay, so let's create more of this in my body, let's create more of this in my life. And the more you focus on those higher frequency experiences, the more you they start coming into your life as well. The law of attraction is great, you do have to watch where you put your attention. And if you're pouring your attention into um victimhood and, and suffering and things like that, you're just creating more of that too. I don't believe in the just totally ignoring what's happened in the past because it's important to to allow those traumas to come to completion. But then what? Then it's the the focusing in on the magical, on the right. our our intuition, our ability to I'm sure very soon our ability to teleport. <laughs> oh, yeah. through portals. Yay.
0: we can imagine that if you want to I don't know if you want to
1: <laughs> yeah. who we would never have thought many years ago just how intuitive we are everybody's intuitive to some degree or another how many times have you thought oh I, I must call mum and mum calls you or I must call that friend or I'm constantly sending messages to my friend and then I'm turning up and she's doing or is done or is offering exactly what I was sending her I said oh you got my message then and she picks up her phone and she's went no I said yes you have I sent you a message and said could we meet a, a could you sit down at that particular table because the chairs are the most comfortable and there she is sitting down at that table so
0: that's <laughs> So we're just going to be telepathic from here
1: on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the key is to notice. The more you notice how magical life is, and the more you notice how intuitive you are, telepathic you are, how you are able to create your reality, and you celebrate when you
0: create magic in your life, then the more amazing life becomes. Um, it's, it's, it's very in tune with your website and <laughs> your ethos. I think it's just. It's, you're about rebirthing people into a new life, right? That's what you're Absolutely. about. Wow. Exciting work that you're doing. I'm going to drop all the links in the show notes for anyone who wants to access that meditation and then your book as well. Thank you so much. Anything you want to leave the audience with?
1: Last parting words. First of all, I will say, go to my website and sign up for my newsletter because the free gift in my newsletter is me reading the, the chapter that I wrote from uh, Return to the Mother World, which is the book that's just come out and number one. Yay! <laughs> and there's also another meditation there, Meeting Your Baby Self.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But what I will, what I, I always like to, to leave There's two things. The first one is if you're a mother listening to this, when I work with clients, I always remind them that you were doing the best you could with the knowledge and understanding you had at the time. Don't go into, oh my God, I've messed up my child. I'm a terrible person. That's not going to help. It may motivate you to do something about it, but don't go into that beating up process because you and everybody else was doing the best they could with the knowledge and understanding they had at the time. And the other thing that I like to add now is that uh, the universe brings you things as doing it for you, not to punish you. Yeah. So every experience in life is a gift, whether it's something that you're really uncomfortable with, oh, like, like that man dying, Mark, who I've written about in the book. That experience, even though it was the most experience, painful experience in my life, it was also the best experience because I wouldn't be teaching what I'm teaching now had I not had signed that. up to have that experience with him. It was a gift.
0: Right, yeah. And it
1: helped me heal many past lifetimes with him and and some of my ancestra- ancestral patterns as well. So he, I, I always say Mar- Mark is the gift that keeps on giving because, oh, of, because there's more and more things that, that come up around yeah. that experience I had. Wow, so interesting. So this is happening
0: for you, not against you. Yes, it's getting out of that victim mode and seeing the lesson and everything that's around you. So this has been so fun. And so thank you for sharing all your wisdom and looking forward to, yeah, keeping in touch. Yes, thank you.